Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Some uh, developments in regard to uh, Canada-China relations uh, on a couple of fronts. Uh, First, uh, very disturbing uh, headline now from the Canadian press. China hints at trials for detained Canadians as pressure to release... Uh, the Huawei CFO is mounting. China is hinting at upcoming trials for two Canadian citizens held for a year on vague national security charges in what is widely believed to be an attempt to pressure Canada to release uh, the Huawei CFO. A foreign minister, a foreign minister spokesperson said uh, on Tuesday that the cases of Michael Kovrig and Michael Spaver have been transferred to prosecutors for review and prosecution in accordance with the law. Such tri- uh, trials are virtually carried out behind closed doors and convictions are virtually assured. Uh, that on the heels of uh, the Conservatives calling on the Liberals to create a special committee on Canada-China relations. To talk more about all of this, Aaron O'Toole is with us, Shadow Minister for Foreign Affairs and the MP for Durham, uh, uh, sorry, the Conservative MP for Durham, and is with us now. Thanks for the time, Aaron. Much appreciated. Glad to be with you, Scott. So, uh, first of all, your thoughts on uh, on the headlines of the day in regard to the two Michaels, China hinting at trials uh, for these two detained Canadians. Uh, is this justice in your mind, or is this added pressure to uh, try to get Canada to release the Huawei CFO? Uh, well, there is no justice in China. Uh, I think we have to look at that. We can't compare it to our situation in Canada at all. I think all Canadians, doesn't matter political bent, want to see the two Michaels uh, return home to Canada as quickly as possible. You introduced it perfectly. These were a, a retaliatory set of arrests after Canada complied with a lawful extradition arrest of a of a business executive, a Huawei CFO, and so it was. It was a diplomatic hostage taking. Some have called it, and it's unfair to those citizens. So. We have a, a situation with China where the relationship has become very, very complex. Uh, you know, our trade relations and, and citizens are at risk. We have national security considerations. There's a whole range of things that we feel could best be examined by a parliamentary committee that can be done in secret at times to make sure sensitive information about cyber and other issues can be examined. And we can make sure that the government's putting the best foot forward to get our citizens home. So that's what we're arguing for today in Ottawa. So talk a little bit more about this committee. Uh, what's the purpose? How is this going to help things? How will the, especially with this very complex problem? Well, the Trudeau government has had a year of this acute crisis with our citizens impacted. There's been a couple of other Canadian citizens sentenced to, to death in, in Chinese uh, courts. Uh, one had a 15-year sentence turned into a death sentence. There's been canola, beef, pork disruptions, uh, travel, and other issues. Um, there's a whole range of issues we have with China, and the government's been very reluctant to talk about Huawei being in the 5G network because of security concerns that many of our allies in the Five Eyes group of, of security allies have. So there's so many of these trade, consular, national security defense uh, issues. China is now considering itself a a near-Arctic state and has interests in the Arctic, including ours. So I think Parliament should look at the evolving role of China in global affairs and make sure that Canada can effectively balance off the important economic aspects of China, but also make sure we're not sacrificing our values, our commitment to the rule of the law, Um, standing up for issues, whether it's uh, our citizens and human rights in Hong Kong or the situation with the Uyghurs. 
uh, a special committee will allow all aspects of this relationship to be examined and for us to take the politics out of it uh, when it goes in camera on sensitive issues. Uh, do you think that um, the reason that we haven't uh, confirmed or, or, or not the whole 5G question, the whole 5G debate, is because the two Michaels are still in uh, captivity? I mean, if uh, you make a decision like that now, uh, it, could be, uh, it could be fatal for them in some form. Um, do you think that's the reason that, that they seem to be uh, dragging their feet on 5G is because the two Michaels are in captivity? Uh, that could be. You know, the government has not articulated a reason why. Certainly, Andrew Scheer and our party, the Conservatives, uh, prior to the arrest of the Canadians, had said that Huawei should not be part of our 5G critical infrastructure. you got to think, Scott, in the future, the Internet of Things, where our, from our power plants to, <laughs> to vehicles, could be on a 5G network. Um, you have to have absolute certainty that there is no ability to infiltrate or impact that because our, our, our modern economy will be built upon it. So that's why many of our allies uh, have said that Huawei can't build components in that. We could have moved in lockstep with uh, our 5i allies so that China couldn't isolate people. That's what we should have done. The Trudeau government didn't do that. Then the arrest of the citizens complicated it further. Uh, these are just a few of the challenging aspects of the China relationship and why I think rather than us having three weeks of steady questions on everything from human rights to Hong Kong to South China Sea Islands, a whole range of things, we form a specialized parliamentary committee. Other countries have done a similar approach to this so that we can really look at, at both the challenges and profound, uh, you know, the opportunities that exist with China too. How has our view of China changed? I mean, you look back even uh, a few years ago, maybe 10 years ago, uh, China was very much the golden goose. Uh, It was about impressing them. It was about courting them. It was about trying to uh, build that relationship, build that trust. Uh, And and now it seems that, um, you know, it's certainly a one-sided relationship. How How has our perception of doing business with China changed? It has changed, and that's a great question, Scott, because China has changed. This is not the China of 20 years ago and the Team Canada visits and, and China was opening up. And, and This is a China that has actually taken major steps back on human rights, major steps back in terms of the Communist Party itself, managing all aspects of citizens' life. There's a surveillance state. They've interned a million uh, uh, Muslim Uyghurs in in a remote part of their country for so-called re-education. Um, even their companies, like Huawei, the 19th People's Congress in, in just a few years ago, made it that all senior executives have to be part of the Communist Party and the company has to fulfill the wishes of the state. So these companies are not like our Bell and Telus and then our, you know, Rogers are independent large corporations. These are arms of the Chinese state because the state has mandated that. So as China has regressed in this way, I think the Western world has to work together to to make sure there's a rules-based approach that we speak up as a united front and show China that if it wants to be the the world player and, and leader, it wants to be. It has to do that in a rules-based, fair, respectful of human rights context. What are the chances of uh, this committee happening that you're proposing? 
Uh, great question. This will be the first real test, Scott, of the minority parliament. I think we're going to win the vote. Uh, I've heard the that we have support from the NDP, from the Bloc, potentially the Greens. I've said, why would the Liberals not want an all-party committee that would actually take this? Some of it would be in camera, so they could avoid difficult questions in the House. Why would the Liberals not want this, other than if they don't want their own decisions to be scrutinized? Um, I think it will pass. I think we'll we'll stand this up in January. And our hope is that it, it provides a report to Parliament uh, and next fall, so it would end in June. So it would be a time-limited uh, committee, but it would be able to call the Prime Minister, our Ambassador, Ambassador Barton, for an up-to-date uh, report on China. Parliament deserves the ability to hear what the government is doing and to assess whether we're doing our best efforts for not only our citizens, but the overall complex relationship we have with modern China. Aaron O'Toole has been with us, Shadow Minister for Foreign Affairs, the Conservative MP for Durham. The Conservatives calling on the government to uh, work towards Canada-China relations by creating a special uh, committee to oversee uh, the relationship. Aaron, thank you so much for the time and insight. Much appreciated. Thanks for covering this, Scott. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.